0: Hey guys, this is Table Talks with the Atares, an inside look at the everyday conversations we have at our table. I'm Ash.
1: I'm MJ. And today we're talking about communication.
0: Communication.
1: Yeah. So what do you think of this session that we had? We went through a lot of things, right? Um, did. Breaking down the conversation. Like what is communication? Mm-hmm. Um, the things that lead to hang ups in conversation. Right. We we went into the nitty gritty of an actual example this past weekend. Yeah. So real life example there towards the end. And I think I said we had like a few more minutes and then we went like 10 more minutes. So mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of things covered. A lot of real life examples of what we were dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, any, anything you want to add before we get into it, dear? Nope. All right. Enjoy all right love so today we're going to be talking about communication all about the communication (laughs) um and really what we're trying to unpack is just in the advice that you maybe you receive when you enter into marriage or in relationship that communication is key and so i think we're going to spend some time just unpacking that because a lot of times i you know i've definitely heard it a lot when Mm -hmm. we first got married I'm like, what the heck does that mean? Mm-hmm. Do I need to talk to you more, right, or louder? Right, right, right. Um, and so I think we should unpack that. Okay. Um, you've obviously had a lot of thought, put a lot of thought into it as somebody who did this professionally. Um, and then I guess I'll start with you know, people talk about communication is key. What What does that mean? What underscores our conversations? Mm-hmm. Break it down for us.
0: Yeah. Well, let me just start by saying. Even though I did this professionally, that doesn't mean that I am perfect at this. Right? (laughs) I think you can attest to that being my husband. (laughs) Um, I can neither confirm (laughs) nor deny these allegations. That's a good answer. Um, But, yeah, I think if you talk to probably anybody about leadership or marriage Mm -hmm. or something like that, they're going to tell you. something to the nature of, well, it's all about communication. Mm -hmm. It's all about good communication. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, if anybody actually knew what that meant, we'd Mm -hmm. probably be talking about what that thing is more than just saying, well, it's all about good communication, right? Right. Um, And so I found myself in these settings being like, well, what, what the heck does that mean? Like, okay, now I'm in this leadership role and everybody says, we just got to communicate. So do I just tell them, to just tell my people everything, mm-hmm. how much is a- appropriate versus inappropriate, or you know like that doesn't really go into anything really <laughs> yeah. what it means to have this exchange between people, and so I started thinking about what is it that like underscores conversations, mm-hmm. what are the like nuanced dynamics happening mm-hmm. between two people mm-hmm. where There's this giving and exchanging or giving and receiving of messages and there's something that's happening, right? Yep. And so I think there are a lot of different processes happening that have to be acknowledged in order to be able to understand what's causing the breakdown and the need for us to keep saying, well, communication is key.
1: Right. Why? Before you can improve on something, you have to really know what is happening. Right. Or to be able to somehow measure it. Right.
0: And so... You know, when we're having, let's just like keep it super simple. Mm -hmm. You and I are having a conversation. That exchange includes me sending Mm -hmm. a message. You as the recipient receive that. You interpret it. Mm -hmm. You write a story. You you know, you fit it into the story or your lens of like what you know to be true about me and our relationship. And
1: And then I respond. And then you respond. Yeah. So far, I am I am hanging on. To, okay. hang, I, I understand what's happening so
0: far. All right. Um. But then there are also things at other things at play, right? right? There's introvertedness and extrovertedness, and that's going to dictate a lot of things about how comfortable each of us feels in that exchange, mm-hmm. um, or how much information to give. Uh, or f- how much com- information I feel comfortable receiving in that right. exchange? Um, how, m- what am I feeling in the moment? In the sense of like, am I like tapped out, <laughs> right. like, or am I like super energized about this and like ready to go? Yep. Um, internal processing versus external processing, and I think this is something that you and I specifically. Honestly, I mean, I think all of these because we are totally opposite in just about every way you can be. (laughs) Um, So we've had to deal with a lot of these things. Um, You know, internal processing versus external processing I think is a massive cause for breakdown in communication. Um, And, you know, we can get into that, but um, also fast and slow processing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's going to dictate how much you are able to give to the conversation, you know? Um, in whatever time you have allotted for that conversation. And then even things like your comfort or discomfort with vulnerability, the level of relationship that you have with that person. Um, so there are a lot of different things happening that cause that dynamic to play out in a way that it does. Right. Yeah. Or potential breakdowns, um, And I think if there are recurring ones, then we need to pay attention to some of these things Mm -hmm. because it might not be to kind of go back to our, you know, another conversation. We've had a character flaw in you that I might be assuming, um, but it could just be, there's a difference
1: in communication style. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of times with us, because we are so different, we've had to deal with this in the real world. Mm -hmm. Um, quite frequently and some of the dynamics is also just like that the way you see the world and process the world around you Mm -hmm. you tend to project that in that other people maybe see or expect or experience the world the same way you do or or process information the same way you do
0: right and you're saying this generally not like me specifically not you specifically
1: (laughs) well i also i mean that like we almost apply each other's own methodologies of processing communication, yeah. and expect the other person to sure. have that same way. That like, if you're faced with a dilemma, I default to you need some time alone. Sure. Or as when you an see, introvert, right? right? As an introvert, or when you see me just like struggling with like I'm I'm taxed with something on my in my mind. Yeah. You're like let's let's talk about it. Right, what's what's on your mind is you know is is there something you want to talk about or right and the actual and it, opposite needs to happen right, right and until you can actually you know identify that that's actually the case for you but also too just be aware that not everybody processes our things the same way that you do right right in terms of not you specifically but just like you generally right um you'll keep running into these roadblocks which man we did yeah in marriage we we still run into them but at least we're a little bit more aware that oh wow um it's not differences in character or or incompatibilities in character or you know malicious intent or whatnot right but it's just a different communication style
0: yeah and i think you brought up a great point and probably an example that a lot of people have experienced where um you are an introvert who is also an internal processor Mm -hmm. and so And I am Mm -hmm. an extrovert who is an external processor. Yeah. And so the difference in that is how we. I wonder if most. I was wondering if there's a correlation. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, It'd be hard. I mean, man, if you're out there, let us know who you are. But if you're an introvert who's an external processor,
0: I'm sure there are. Yeah. I think because introvertedness has more to do with like. Yeah. Your,
1: battery versus solar. Yeah, panel.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and processing mm-hmm. that's that's kind of is a little bit different. But right. um an externalizer is like for me specifically, I don't know my thoughts, my genuine, succinct thoughts until they're out. Mm-hmm. Like I hear them, I say them out loud, or I write them, or right. like I can't if you were to tell me you know, go to yourself and and think about this. (laughs) Reflect on it. Yeah. Like literally I, there's, that's not how my mind processes Mm -hmm. my thoughts. And so I'm also a fast processor. And so that happens very rapidly. Um, Whereas it's opposite for you. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if that classic example of like you have something on your mind and you're kind of retreating into your mind that's very common for an internal processor right you're not going to say something until you know what your thoughts are and the way that you do that is internally yeah um early on in our marriage or even you know before we were married i would not understand that that's literally what you need and how you process. And so I would revert to what I think is helpful for me. Right. And so I'd be like, let's talk about this. Right. Like, obviously something's bothering you. It would be very easy for me in that exchange then to think that you're hiding something from me because Mm -hmm. you're not sharing it with me. Um, and you know, then start to write this story. That's honestly delusional. It's not reflective of reality, you know, um, that we could carry years into our relationship. That's a very like simple example of something that can actually wreak havoc yeah if you don't actually know that it's not character it's not like you're super secretive i'm not saying that there aren't you know maybe that is the case in some relationships but like in our case like it wasn't that you're just like secretive person keeping things from me it's that we process things differently and i need to allow you to process in the way that's helpful for you and the same yeah you know in reverse
1: yeah, so just really to break it down, there's input, interpretation, and output. And the input and the output part makes sense. You understand that, you receive something, and then you also respond back. But it's in that interpretation that there's s- several layers where that introvertedness versus extrovertedness come in, where the internal versus external processor come in mm-hmm. for you to you know, like dial in on that lens through which you view that input, mm-hmm. helps you not only direct your output, but also just get an understanding of, okay, like, let me take a step out of this, because right. I, you know, in those situations would fall into like like mad cognitive dissonance, like, what in the world is mm-hmm. happening? I, it's not that, I have nothing to hide. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't gotten the time to sit, you know, sit by myself or right. process it internally. Right. And so I can't even articulate what it is that I'm frustrated about because right. I haven't had the time to get to it. Right. Um, meanwhile, it's like, I, I, there is no malicious intent. So, so that was always the, the roadblock we ran into in that specific situation was that, man, I, you know, there's, there's something really just fundamentally off. Right. And that between the inputs and the outputs and the things in between, um, we just weren't like aligning. Yeah. And so,
0: and I think in, in, where secrecy could be the story that's written for the person who's trying to like get that information out in an yeah. externalizing kind of way. The other side is that that person the other person feels smothered. Yeah. <laughs> and like you're not respecting like my ability to <laughs> have my own thoughts and, right. and and figure out what it is that I'm thinking. Right. Um and so, yeah.
1: So that's a common and Um, just typical example of a breakdown for communication. I think
0: another really good example is you'll see this play out in group settings where let's say you're, there's a setting and there's a facilitator leading some sort of discussion. Oh,
1: I know where you're going with this. Yeah.
0: And you have the people who like, I call them hijackers, right? Yeah. That's how we label them. Yeah, And I'm not saying that I'm not talking about like right or wrong. Is it right yeah. or wrong to do this? I'm yeah. talking about like what's actually happening yeah. in those people's heads. Now there's a category of people, you know, there's special people that's reserved for like, they legitimately love to hear themselves talk yeah. and are super narcissistic. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not talking about those people. <laughs> I'm talking about like other people who just, they just seem like they, have Uh an answer for everything Uh not like we wouldn't consider their character like this person is like totally all about themselves but just like they talk a lot right as a facilitator you're like what do i do with this person yeah like anybody else want to answer this question right so that's an example that's an example of somebody who is probably an externalizer Mm -hmm. who is trying to process their thoughts out loud Mm -hmm. and doesn't maybe have self-awareness to understand like Give somebody else an yeah. opportunity to process their thoughts.
1: Another one that um, I think I've seen through the years has been, you know, you're in a group setting, or or maybe even if it's like a like like a Bible study, for example, sure, and sure. you're the host is an externalizer, mm-hmm. and he asks a discussion question, and there's like no time. You ask a discussion question, then you answer it. Right away, right, right, right. Because you can't sit in the silence, and maybe there's some of those interpretations going on in sure. in their mind that like, oh man, nobody. I must have asked a terrible a question. terrible
0: question, or nobody feels comfortable answering. Yeah, and it's like you just might have like a group full of internal processors. And exactly, they ain't gonna answer right away. Give them some right. space. just like be <laughs> give okay. give them the with question beforehand. Jeez.
1: Be okay with sitting in silence for fifteen seconds. Right, right, right. 15 yeah just take a deep breath and count to 15 i think because because the people
0: are thinking exactly people are thinking something it's not like they're just you know they may look like they have blank stares on their face but i promise something is going through their head it's like maybe like
1: sit in that tension oh gosh please don't call on me yeah (laughs)
0: um but no i think this is it's super important i think for people to have an awareness of this, especially if they do find themselves in leadership positions and in positions where there's going to be group discussion frequently, right? Because you're going to see these dynamics play out and hopefully like an awareness of this and actually considering this can be super helpful for maybe some of the breakdowns or frustrations you experience of like, why are these meetings like literally the worst? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it could just be you got a room full of people who think and process mm-hmm. differently.
1: Another thing you have here is that one of the typical breakdowns is semantics, speaking a foreign language, but saying exactly the same thing. What do you mean
0: by that? Yeah, so I think for you and I specifically, yeah, <laughs> our two common culprits are we just process differently. And so like a big thing is, Specifically for us as inter- you being internalized, an internal processor and me being an external processor. Mm-hmm. I'll catch you in moments where you are not ready to receive what I'm about to say. And I like word vomit all over you. Whatever mm-hmm. is on my mind. Um, and it seems like I'm getting nothing from you. like. The, the vibes I might be getting are feeling like maybe you're detached or you don't care about what I'm saying or, you know, I'm filling right. in this gap with whatever dis- distrustful. Deadbeat, no, 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 no. <laughs> or like whatever distrustful, like, you know, thoughts I have in that moment. Yep. Um, when in reality, you're just like not able to mm-hmm. receive mm-hmm. what I am externalizing or it's just super confusing to you because, I never let you I didn't start by saying hey I need to process through this and yeah you know I don't need a fix I just literally need to get my thoughts out right of like I just need to hear them out loud
1: <laughs> right but it's like an audio track that was muted and now it's turned on right right right, right. yeah and, and so, so that's like the, a that's no a premise. common
0: right that's a common culprit for us specifically yeah. where the differences rub mm-hmm. um
1: sometimes it's actually literal words Like when you when you talk about semantics, that like we just have different definitions or contexts of literal words. Absolutely, I can't think of anything specifically right now, but you know we just run into, you know we we get in an argument. Yeah, we talk about it for, and you realize, wow, you just mean something differently by saying it in yes, this way. Yes,
0: that has happened to us multiple times. So <laughs> I think those two things, yeah. how we process differently, but then also like semantics, I think is a huge thing for us. That's what I mean. Because we do process differently, right. you know? I think, yeah, that, and, and often the like ironic thing is that we're talking about, like we mean the same thing mm-hmm. when we come to the end of like whatever conflict that that spurred, you know? We mean, we meant the same thing the whole time we were just saying it in different ways that seemed like maybe insensitive or, you know, it just gave a different interpretation for each person. Yep. I'm trying to think of a, an example, but I don't know if you have one
1: that mm. No, but it's just, it's really that, that there's just a different context to a phrase or a yeah. sentence or a word. Yep. Yep. And you really, it's, it's that, that space in between the interpretation. It's different. You say something, you mean something else. Right. I hear something that's something else, but I interpret it as something even different than that. Right, right, right. Um, and so oh, and the other thing too is what adds to the breakdown is that when there is unclear definitions, then it becomes much less inviting to continue clarifying because yeah. your defenses are up right. or you you take offense at what was being said. Mm-hmm. And and then you just you can't add clarifying definitions anymore, mm-hmm. right? Because you're you're on the you're on the defense of, or you're on the uh, like just, just you're trying to protect at that point. Sure. And you yep. can't really continue on in the conversation. Is like, well, what did you say? Or what do you mean by? Why that? did you, you know say that? Just, yeah. Yeah, and I I can't believe you said that. So yeah. Yeah. Those are definitely things that we run into, have run into, and I'm sure we'll continue to run into, in our conversations with, yeah, that's that's a key piece with breakdown in conversation. Mm-hmm. What it what it means to communicate well. Well, when there is a breakdown like that, identifying when it does happen, right, and then on top of that, you know, figuring out ways to maybe bridge that breakdown,
0: right. Yep.
1: And so, in that bridge, yeah what what are the things that we you know the processes or things that we have in place i think for us it's really just redefining right the words being able to communicate to the other person hey this is what i meant by that yeah even though this is what i said right um this other thing is what i meant yeah and really just redefining the intent of what was said um and just making sure that at the end of the day we when there's a breakdown between two individuals there's a you know trust is broken you should bridge it with a sign like situational errors not character flaws right right right. yeah and and so if you can bridge it with the fact that you know my my wife has my best intent at heart or has you know has has my is, is looking out for me I don't know how to say that right yeah. now um then you can go with that intent and seek clarification rather than just being like well oh, you obviously hate me um <laughs> so i'm done talking to you right rather than thinking that right you like she's trying to really tell me something and and she you know you want nothing but the best for me or you you really are trying to help build in this relationship yeah and so you know just bridging that with like although i don't understand you although something is broken although it feels like you're um trying to say something that I don't understand, I'll stay here yeah. and let you continue clarifying it.
0: It's crazy how fast, I'm I'm speaking for like our experience, yeah. but it's crazy how fast you can go from thinking about each other as lovers to enemies. Like mm-hmm. in the sense that in the heat of conflict, when we, when that offense occurs and a lot of times it was not deliberate, it was not intended, it was literally like a, a misinterpretation. <laughs> yeah. Um instead of offering like the benefit of the doubt and doing the mature thing to be like, "Hey, mm, I heard this when you said that. Like is that what you actually meant or right. like these things that help to clarify?" I I feel like like my nature is to be like shut down, isolate, like, protect myself from like being hurt. Yeah. Um or like If I'm really provoked, Mm -hmm. like, and depending on what else has happened that day, like lash back, you know?
1: Right. Like I said, it's like you assign to character things that should be really attributable to circumstance. Right. That's a real temptation. Yeah. Is to take one missed interaction. Right. And let that be the defining characteristic of how you see this other person now. Right. Right. And. It's tough to do, yeah. And in other cases, like you have to do that. You have to make second, like split-second decisions right. to be able to, um, you know. I think there are benefits of processing things quickly, yeah. Right, like and, um. But in terms of just like communicating well, building a relationship on that end, um, when there is that dissonance, you know, maybe asking yourself. Were they just trying to say something? And they just didn't say it well. Yeah. Um, is it really that? Do Do they actually hate me? Right. Right. <laughs> right. To go to an extreme example, um, and and we we've, we've had to really work through that that. Yeah. Man, we we are. I am for you. You are for me. Yeah. And even though, um, the words may not come across that way, mm-hmm. and even the things that you should be, you know, words mean a lot. Yeah. And even if it hurts yeah in terms of what's being said at the moment yeah um i'm willing to give it a try in terms of extending grace with respect to it's just the intent is there the execution is just not great
0: well i think to what you're speaking to um clarifying the offense is super important and i think a lot of times we expect that the other person should just know yeah like you should know how you hurt me you should know what you did you should take it the back, way I you know? Yeah. Um, and th- that's just a lot of times. I think the people that we are in close relationship with or even close proximity with that, we just like, you know, rub shoulders together all the time, like yeah. in, in work settings or, you know, maybe church settings or whatever. Yeah. But we have like a level of deeper relationship to some extent with these people. Right. Um, yeah, I think it's super important to clarify the offense and to not just put the expectation on the other person to understand, you know, that I I think that's when I know my pride is like, no, you should know. I shouldn't have to say it. Like, you should know. We've been married for seven years. Right.
1: So there's that on the pride end is that like, you almost like, you almost want them to feel the way that you felt when you first experienced that. Yeah. I think on the flip side too, it's you know you you own part of the conversation there's this, there's a part of that that you are responsible for right and so while they may have offended you don't let that prevent you from recognizing the things that you added to it let's just say it back to our example you know i say something um, that that i didn't execute on well mm-hmm. that gets interpreted the wrong way by you Mm -hmm. and then you come back at me with um with a response that would merit um that type of response had it been intended intended that way way. yeah so rather than me saying no that's not what i meant i get hung up on the fact that you you know you came at me with the wrong intent Mm. And that like, that's what I'm going to like, then hang I would my assume hat on.
0: That you would intend that towards me. Right.
1: Or yeah. that I, rec- I want you to recognize that first mm-hmm. before I'm ever willing to recognize that I executed on what I said wrong. Yeah. Right. And yeah, so like, yeah. that's a pride on the other side mm-hmm. is that, well, you know, I want you to feel the same pain that I felt. Yeah. That's pride on one end. On the other end, it's, well, I need you to acknowledge that that was offensive first. <laughs> right. 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 And so, man, we play these like stalemate games yeah and then we get hung up on these things yeah that, so that's so it's, like a, it's
0: like a big game of chess babe i'm telling you right communication except Irritories. for
1: when we both lose <laughs>
0: <laughs> well if if we're not aware of you know what's happening underneath the surface you know these things that we're both bringing to the table mm-hmm. what are our breakdowns yeah when does the breakdown occur and I think the most important part is, what do we do to get back on the same page?
1: Yeah. So, I think we got time for just yeah the example over the weekend.
0: Oh boy! All yeah. right, I'm gonna let you lead this right, one, I'm babe. Let,
1: I'm gonna do it. <laughs> so, um, let's start. Let's just start at Sunday morning. All right. Let's do that. Is that that's what where you wanted to go, right? Yeah. Okay. So Sunday morning. Um, I I really want you to get the chance to get ready to go to church in the morning
0: right and we had come off of a really tough week of just fussiness with the kids yeah i was really kind of like burnt out right and so you, yeah
1: you'd never you didn't have a lot of time without toddlers and babies drooly snotty all over you all week long so that's right. context right. and here's one day where you finally get to actually you know care for yourself for 15 minutes yeah and you know take care of yourself and the makeup and things you know those those things and I, I wanted to free you up to be able to do that because i knew it was a tough week meanwhile i'm with the kids mm-hmm. it's the wild wild west out here <laughs> and like i'm surprised the house is on fire um no but we're at a point where judah is t- it's tom for his nap mm-hmm or it typically is time for his nap had yeah. we not, you know, been like that. So church is really right in the middle of his nap time. Right, right, right. What is what it boils down to? Yeah. And normally um, we keep him up and he sleeps during the service. Well, I thought it was brilliant to try and get him to sleep so we can get a head start on him napping, mm-hmm. thinking that he was going to nap twice. Um, And obviously I've not been around him all week because... Yeah, you know, I get home an hour and a half later. It's time for bed for him. Mm-hmm. And I was really, you know, it was trying to get rock him to bed. I just felt like I didn't know what I was doing mm. because he was fussy. He wasn't looking like he was falling asleep. He was chatting at me. He kept looking at me. <laughs> and, oh, and I do need to add this the night before, you know, I had gone in to feed him. And on my way out, to put, after putting him back to bed, I dropped my phone. And I startled him. Mm-hmm. He starts screaming. I have to go back in and like rock him for another however long that took. So I already felt like a little defeated in terms of man, I can't even feed this kid without like disrupting his sleep. And now the next day I can't really, I don't know how to put this kid to bed Um, because you know, all week you've been putting him because I've been at work by that Mm -hmm. time. So you come in offering to help and I just snap at you. Mm -hmm.
0: no. Go, get, go, finish, go, go finish getting ready <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah so my it's it's it goes back to you know like our lenses you yeah. know and and that's filtered through our fears and our insecurities yeah you know that's so part in my of context
1: it. i wanted to prove to myself and the world that i still had a handle on knowing what to be sure how to be my kid's dad
0: yeah and i can totally see that from your perspective right from my perspective i was sensing like edginess mm-hmm. and i didn't know if that was like frustration just of the situation or like you thought i was taking too long to right. get ready because you
1: took 15 and a half minutes well, instead of 15 you know i'm just rounding
0: I, I don't leave you a lot of time on sunday mornings <laughs> i'll say that <laughs> The clock just like it just runs down so fast that I don't know what happens. Right. So anyways, I was thinking, like, man, here's the classic. Cause usually like, you know, we're running out the door and it's because like I took forever, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I'm thinking like I'm feeling insecure about like, man, I'm like always oh, late. I'm the one who like makes us late. I like I always take too long getting ready. I never leave you enough time or you just like, you know, so yeah. I'll come in and just
1: solve this. See, us. see yeah. if I
0: can like let you get ready, you know? Yeah. Right. Right. Because I don't want you to be mad at me. You know, right. this is what I'm assuming. Um, yeah. And, and so, so those
1: are two contrasting ideas in this, you know, coming down in the same situation. Yeah. And man, it, it took us like the rest of the day to un- try to unpack that. that yeah. Like at the end of the day, no, I like, babe, I wasn't thinking about that. Right. I literally was trying to prove to myself that I could like still be my son's dad. Yeah. And it, and like show that I I'm not incompetent. Like that's really, if you peel back the layers, that's really what went through my head and I didn't have a grasp of what time it was because I was so dead set on proving it to myself that I can do this. Um, And you know, that was not what you read right. and it was not what I interpreted when you came in to try and um help me yeah. because I was like, Oh, here she is, Yeah, you know, just showing me that I can't do this myself. Right. Um, although that's not at all what was on your mind at the time.
0: Yeah. And I think to go back to the comment that I made earlier, because I don't know if this would be taken a different way from, I'm, I'm trying to clarify what I said about like, it's, it's wild how fast we can go from like lovers to enemies. What I mean by that is like the mental processes where sure. it's like we're against each other. I have this, something happened, and now there's this like, you're against me, I'm against you, and we're just like, you know, there's conflict between us, and yada, yada, yada. When in reality, if you could like zoom out of that situation and see, have some way of seeing like what was going through both of our heads, you would see like, we, we want the same things, you know, yeah. like we want our family to be taken care of. We want to be good parents. We right. want to be, we want to serve each other. Yeah, You know, we want all of the same things. We want things. to shower before we leave the house. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but like, I think what I'm so thankful for, love, is that you... We're willing to be vulnerable and get to the heart of like what we're, you know, was going mm-hmm. through your head. But it took
1: a while, right? Because back to the thing where I'm not an external processor. So I really had to reflect on it and come to terms with, oh, wow, this is how I came across in my being short with you. Mm-hmm. And that had to align with, wait, that's not really what I intended. So what actually happened there? Mm-hmm. And that thinking through that throughout the day helped me realize, oh wow, it's not, it really isn't that I was frustrated with you at all, Mm -hmm. but I let out on you the frustration I had with myself. Mm -hmm. And you know, in in those, when we talk about communication, like it's the simple things too, like input, interpretation, output, but it's also when you start layering things on top where you have your own expectation. The other person has their own expectation you throw children into the mix and there's a deadline for having to leave the house at a certain time. You know, it's ripe for when there's all those variables, it's ripe for opportunities to misinterpret things. Right. Um, and sometimes you can address them at the moment. We weren't able to, at that time we addressed it later that day. And it's all in that backdrop of at the end of the day, we intend to, you know, we want the best for each other Mm -hmm. and, so we're willing to go through the tension of not exactly knowing or diagnosing what, diagnosing well what happened there, uh, but w- being willing to just keep going along with it, knowing that eventually we'll be able to address it.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. I think for me, I've had to really work the muscle of remembering, like, this is my husband. He is for me. Like, mm-hmm. I know who he is. And this, like, narrative that I'm writing in my head that somehow he's against me for whatever the situation is you know is not true yep and even though it feels that way um i have to get to the bottom of like what you actually meant because there has to like i've almost like had to train myself to be like there has to be another like right a reason for this and i have to be willing to receive it yep cool
1: any other thoughts i don't think so that's it well, hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of Table Talks with the Tare's.
0: We'd love to hear from you. And if there's something you'd specifically like for us to talk about, visit honors slash table talks to let us know.
1: And if this episode was helpful to you, be sure to subscribe and to also share it with a friend. We really appreciate your support.
0: All music is from the OG MJ Tare. Join us next time for another conversation at our table.